0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing various etching modes and the benefits of each technique. Our guest is Dr. Thomas Dudney, Clinical Director of the Pacific Aesthetic Continuum Hands-On Programs. In addition to teaching hands-on programs, he has presented workshops and lectures at dental meetings and has authored several articles on aesthetic and restorative dentistry. Dr. Dudney, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk.
1: Uh, Thank you, Phil. It's really great to be here.
0: So as I mentioned in the intro, we'll be talking about uh, total etch, self-etch, and selective etch techniques. Each, of course, has its own place in dentistry. Let's begin with total etch. What are the benefits of the total etch technique?
1: Okay, so with total etch, you know, if you look at most of the research, what it's going to show is that with with a total etch technique, and and what that means is you're going to take a phosphoric acid gel, usually around 35%, and you're going to etch the entire surface that you're bonding to that means if there's enamel present or dentin present whatever's there uh the big benefit of total etch is that, that all research almost all research shows that you're going to get higher bond strengths to enamel to both cut in and cut enamel and to sclerotic dentin uh, with a total etch technique so that's why uh if you're if you're Putting a restoration on that say uh, onto a non-retentive prep, a, a porcelain veneer would be a good example, uh, or a maybe even a crown with uh, with low axial wall height. Something that's non-retentive, uh, a at, at total edge technique uh, is going to give you higher bond strengths.
0: So when you really need the extra retention, that's the safest bet is to go with the total edge technique.
1: Exactly, except you know, in some cases if. If you're if you're bonding to almost all dentin, and we'll get into that when we talk about self etch, but usually if there's some enamel present, you're always going to be you're always going to have higher bond strengths with 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 etching enamel.
0: Okay, so let's move into that all dentin situation. So right. that, that'll take us into the
1: self etch technique. Right. Um, and if you can talk about the benefits of that, that would right. be great. Okay, so self etching kind of, interestingly enough, self etching came about because You know, we we talked about the benefits of total etch, but some of the the disadvantages of total etch is when you you do etch dentin, you remove the smear layer and you open up dental tubules. So that can create a myriad of problems with uh, post-op sensitivity, uh, possible micro leakage or things like that, bacterial invasion, if you don't use good isolation. With a self-etch technique... A lot of those problems were alleviated because you, you weren't putting phosphoric acid gel onto dentin. You're actually permeating the smear layer with these acidic primers in the self etch technique, which would allow pretty good bond streaks to dentin. So we could get good bond to dentin, but just not really good bond to enamel.
0: In the case where you only have dentin just for the sake of mm-hmm. dental hypersensitivity, you certainly want to focus on the self etch technique. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I would totally agree with that, and there's some reasons for that. One is studies have shown that you're going to get good bond to dentin with a self etched technique, and isolation isn't as critical because you're not going to be opening dental tubules, you're not going to be removing the smear layer, uh, you know, you're not having to worry about putting a rubber dam on. Your depth of etch is self-limiting, meaning you're you're actually prime, you're etching and priming with the acidic primer in a self etched technique. So with acid, you can sometimes etch dentin deeper than you can actually Prime it uh, depending on how long you leave the acid on the dentin. But with the self-edge technique, that problem is eliminated. So, yes, to answer your question. Uh, if you're if I'm bonding to just dentin, I would use a self-etch technique, and
0: that applies to vital and non-vital teeth.
1: Yes, it does. Now, the one exception to that might be, and that's another good question. But the one exception to that might be with sclerotic dentin. You know, say like in a class five or something like that, where you have real sclerotic dentin. A uh, self-etch technique might not work real well. You might get a better bond strength if you just go go ahead and etch that uh, with phosphoric acid.
0: Okay, that makes sense. And finally, let's talk about the selective etch technique. What are right. the benefits to that?
1: Okay, so go back in history just a little bit. Why did selective etch technique come about? Well, we've already said the benefits of total etch, mostly to enamel, you're going to get higher bond streaks to enamel than you would if you self-etch primers on enamel. We've already said that you can get high bond streaks to dentin. But when self-etch technique was, was being developed, the problem is if you etched dentin and used a self-etching primer, if you said, well, I'm not getting a good bond to enamel, you have to be really careful. So they they made a thicker or more viscous phosphoric acid gel so you could put it just on the enamel so you could get higher bonds to enamel and still get good bonds to dentin without having to etch the Denton or put phosphoric acid on the dentin. So you kind of get the best of both worlds there. You you don't want to put a, a phosphoric acid on Denton if you can help it, if you can get good bond strengths, but you would want those higher bond strengths to enamel. So a selective etch technique simply means if you have We've already said if you have mostly enamel or all enamel, we're going to do total etch. If we have mostly or all dent, we're going to use self etch. But if you have some enamel and some dentin, say like you're putting an onlay in or you're bonding an onlay and you, or, or, or a class 2 restoration and a cable service margin is mostly enamel and you want to get higher bond to that to cut down on microleakage or increase bond strengths to a restoration, then a selective etch technique is a nice technique to use.
0: To be on the safe side, if you had uh-huh. any if you had any dentin at all, Right um, on a vital tooth, then it sounds right. like selective etch technique probably right. would be the best way.
1: So what I'm doing now is whenever I have enamel present, I want to put some phosphoric acid gel on that enamel, but I don't feel the need to etch dent anymore, okay? Now, it's okay if you do, especially if you have good isolation. If you have a rubber dam on, you, it's it's not it's it's not going to hurt. I mean, we we were doing it for years with good isolation and good technique before the self etching primers came about. But nowadays, with what we have, and we'll we'll get into later on universal adhesives and what you can do with your. I'll be able to explain it a little bit more when we talk about universal adhesives and some of the benefits of universal adhesives as far as selective etch, self etch, and total etch technique. But yes, to answer your question, if there's some enamel present, I want to etch that. But I don't feel the need anymore to put etch on dentin.
0: Okay, and you did mention isolation, and that's actually my last question of this right. podcast. Why is isolation so critical when using a total etch technique? And you kind of yeah. answered it, but please.
1: Yeah, it is, and and and. But we should expound on that a little bit because you know isolation and good technique are are, are something that goes hand in hand with preventing, uh, like I said, debonds, leakage, post op sensitivity. But with a total etch technique, if you're using acid etch on dentin. And then you're rinsing that off. You're going to open up dentinal tubules, and you're going to expose those dentinal tubules to uh, any 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 the oral environment, uh, cribicular fluid, blood, saliva, anything like that can contaminate. And also, can you can get bacteria into the dentinal tubules, which can cause a lot of hypersensitivity, post op sensitivity. Uh, and so these are some things you want to avoid. And that's why anytime you use etch or putting etch on teeth, I like to isolate with a rubber dam
0: yeah, that makes total sense. I think you covered the different etching modes very, very well, and I know that in your upcoming podcast you'll be talking about universal adhesives, which uh-huh. will also involve the same concept. Um, so we look forward to that and thank you very much for your time and we appreciate uh, having you on dental talk. It's my pleasure, Phil.